Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. Well, tonight, uh, this week, you know, I put the challenge on Sunday morning to fast three meals. Just three meals. That's all I ask is just to fast three meals. Uh, And when you fast and pray, uh, I asked you to fast and pray, (laughs) not just fast. Don't just give up your meals and not do nothing. You got to pray during that time frame. Amen. And so uh, I, I challenge you to fast. And maybe you haven't done it yet. Maybe it's your Friday or Saturday when you're going to do it. I don't know when. We, I, I did mine on Monday, Monday night. Started it on Monday night. I, I fasted Monday night. Tuesday morning and Tuesday afternoon. Didn't eat until uh, later that evening on, on Tuesday night. And How many know that prayer changes things? Fasting and praying changes things. And, and so that's what I, uh, I challenged the church on Sunday. Uh, challenged you to fast three meals and pray during those, that time. Uh, I, these are the things that I asked you to pray for. Pray for the new building that we're about to get. Amen? Come on, we've got to speak it by faith. Ask for the building. Pray for the building. Not only that, pray for revival for the church. I asked you to pray for three things. Asked you to fast three meals. Pray for three things for the church. Pray for the church. Then number two, pray for revival for the church. That souls will be saved, delivered, and healed. And then the third thing I asked you to pray for is pray for Epicenter to be able to launch all the ministries that I talked on the second Sunday of January. All the ministries. I, I believe that we can see all of those ministries take place this year. Is anybody on board with me today? That we can launch those ministries out of our church in our new building. Thank you, Pam. She said debt-free. We're believing it debt-free. And then the fourth thing I wanted you to do is I wanted you to write down three things, personal things for you, that you want to see God do for you this year. And while you're praying and you're fasting for those three things, watch what God will do. He will open up the windows and pour out blessings you don't even have room enough for. I I believe that as you pray, you're going to move mountains. You're going to move mountains. And and so tonight, uh, that's that's the word I have for you tonight is prayer. I, I, I just want to talk about prayer just for a moment. That's all right. I, I, I want to talk about prayer and how prayer can change things in your life. Uh, that's something about this church is this church knows how to pray. 
They've got, we've got people in this church that knows how to pray. We have a prayer team that knows how to pray. And when we pray, things happen. Miracles happen. We see signs and wonders happen. Uh, we see, I mean, we've, we've been praying for my brother-in-law for, uh, since, since July. And God is turning everything around. To God be the glory. He's getting his strength back. He's out of the hospital. To God be the glory. He's in, in a rehab right now and, and, and getting strength in his body. Hallelujah. God is doing a great work. So tonight, I want to talk just for a moment on prayer. On prayer and how prayer changes things. I want to look at uh, 1 John chapter number 5 and verse number 15. 14 and 15. If you have that in your Bibles, if you want to open it up, you can open it up to 1 John. This is a great highlight scripture. This is one of the scriptures that I use in my daily prayer every morning is I use 1 John chapter number 5 and verse number 14 through 15. And, and this is what it says. The Bible says, Now this is the confidence of, that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, everybody say His will. He hears us, and if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of Him. You know, all we have to do, you know, you have not because you ask not. We have not because we ask not. You know, it might be just the little things in life that we, that we ask for, and, and God will bless you for it. And, and, and God is waiting for somebody just to ask big. You know, that's what we've talked about in the past, is we got to ask big, we got to believe big, we got to receive big. And, and, and so we got to have the attitude of faith saying, God, I'm ready, to, I'm ready to see big things happen. How many in your life are ready to see some big things happen? Because God can take the, big, the small things and turn them into big things in your life and turn them all around for you. And it happens through prayer. It happens through prayer. And that's what God wants the church to do. Is That's why I feel that we come for the, uh, this week to fast and pray. Uh, and, and we didn't ask of much. You know, when I, I asked the Lord and he told me just three meals, I was like, God, what, why just three meals? And he said, just trust me. Just do it. Just see if the people will do it. You know, I've been getting text messages from people that didn't even come to church on Sunday that said, Pastor, I'm on my, I'm on my third day. I've been fasting my breakfasts and, and, and I'm on my third day. You know, it's making people fast that, that don't normally fast. But when you fast and pray, things begin to happen fast for you. Wow, that was a great revelation I just got a hold of right there. <laughs> when you pray and fast, things happen fast. <laughs> they do. They will happen fast for your life because God sees your heart and how your heart is towards Him. And when you're fasting and praying and you're asking God for big things, you're asking God for big things for the church, you're asking God for big things for yourself, God hears our cry. And when He hears our cry, He's there to answer our prayer. He hears us. 
He's just waiting for you to speak up. Waiting for us to speak up. Amon came out of kids' church the other day, and he comes up to me and goes, Pastor, I want one of them beanies. I said, well, I'll buy you a beanie. How about that? I'll buy you a beanie. And so I got him a beanie. You know, he didn't get it. He got it because he asked for it. We need to be like children and say, God, this is my need. This is what I have. And you know what he's going to do? I'm going to write a check for it. That's what God's going to do. He's going to write a check for whatever you're asking for and get ready because you're about to receive it. He's just waiting for somebody to just, just challenge him in asking for something. We need to pray. We need to pray. Number one, we need to have discipline of prayer. Now, this is one of the hard things. We need to discipline ourselves to pray. See, we had a, that prayer conference, and, and uh, it was about a year ago, wasn't it? In, in February. Was it February or was it in June? We, we had, yeah, we had that prayer conference. It was in June. And, and I'm telling you, it has taken me to a different level. I mean, I always heard that the teacher always learns more than the student. Man, I got more out of that prayer conference than you guys did. I can guarantee that. Because, and, and this is what that prayer conference did for me. It taught me to discipline myself. And, and spend just a little bit more time in prayer with God. And you know what I found out since June? I guess it's been since June. We'll have to look that up, Debbie. You know, what I've learned is I've learned that that extra time that I'm praying hasn't even bothered the rest of my day. It hasn't. It's actually blessed the rest of my day because I'm spending that quality time. I'm disciplining myself uh, uh, to pray and seek God. And that's what the church needs is we need to, to seek God. We need to discipline ourselves to pray. Whether it's three times a, a, a day. Amen? Or, or if it's just... Uh, one time a day, early in the morning, get up and pray. Get up and pray before uh, you go to work. Get up and pray before you get ready to uh, ready for your day. Amen? We need to do that. We need to discipline ourselves for prayer. The need for prayer, we, we have a need for prayer in the church. Because when we pray, we're going to get some answers. You're going to get some answers when you pray. You're going to get some answers when you pray. Uh, number two. Number one is we need the discipline of prayer. And number two is the delay of prayer. The delay in prayer. How many know when sometimes when you're praying and you're praying and you're praying and you never get an answer? It, it, it seems like it's just a big delay. I just want somebody to know tonight, delay does not mean denial. 
It does not mean that God isn't answering your prayer. Because if he gives it to you too soon, man, there, there's some things that I've asked for, and if I'd have got them too soon, it would have messed me up. So if it's in a denial right now, a delay right now, Know that it's not a denial. Know that God is about to answer your prayer. God is about to turn your situation around. It, it may be in a delay, but it's not a denial in your life because prayer requires patience. Mm. Can, can you hear this tonight? Prayer requires patience. We have to be patient when we pray. We got to rely on God when we pray. We got to earnestly seek God out. He says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. You know, sometimes you got to seek it out. You got to seek it out. You got to wait on the Lord. You got to seek it out. <laughs> because you, and you got to have a little bit of patience while you're doing it. But we live in this fast society. Microwave society. We, I mean, we want it, and we want it right now. But I, I, I need to speak this to somebody right now. You just prayer requires patience. It requires patience. The delay in the prayer, delay does not mean denial. Prayer requires patience. Prayer requires persistence. We got to be persistent in our prayer. We got, we got to keep, what does he say? Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be open. Yet sometimes you got to just keep on knocking. If you know somebody's in there, you know what you're going to do? You're going to keep on knocking. Until you get their attention. Why, why are you knocking so much? So you can get their attention. Sometimes we got to knock on God's door to get His attention. We need to get His attention. We need to be persistent with our prayer. We need to be persistent with our knock. Our prayer is that knock that is going on the door. We keep asking and we keep seeking and we keep knocking on the door and asking God. We've just got to be persistent. Don't give up on your prayers. Don't give up on your prayers. Prayers requires patience. Prayers require persistence. And prayers requires performance. You've got to be a doer of prayer. What's our motto here? There's two times to pray. When you want to and when you don't. We've got to be... Prayer requires performance. That means you've got to do it every day. Every moment, when you don't want to. Oh man, there's times whenever I'm in bed in the morning and I'm laying there, my, my, my prayer alarm goes off. Uh, I don't want to do it right now, God. I'm so, I, I'm having a good dream right now. I don't want to do it. I don't want to move. I'm too comfortable. Oh, I'm too comfortable. But, but prayer, prayer requires patience. It requires persistence. It, per, it requires performance. That means even though you're tired and you're comfortable and you don't want to get out of bed and you want to hit the snooze, you got to perform the prayer. you got to get up. 
Get your lazy tail up. <laughs> Come on, I'm not speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself, okay? <laughs> because that's what I'm saying in the morning going, my, my flesh is saying, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, I'm so cozy. <sighs> hit the snooze, hit the snooze. Just hit it one time. And you hit it the one time, then you're going to hit it the second time. It's going to cause you to be late. <clears throat> but you're so comfortable. You're, you're, your flesh is so comfortable. And you don't, want, you don't want to perform that prayer that morning. What, what if I just skip it one day? You skip it one day, you're going to skip it the next day. Then you're going to skip it the next day. Then you're going to skip it the next day. <laughs> Come on. Even though, even though your flesh is saying, no, I'm comfortable, your spirit needs to rise up. Come on, your spirit needs to rise up and say, huh, well, I've got to do it. I've got to do it. I've got to grab a hold of the altar today. I've got to seek out God. That's your performance. You've got to get up. Even when you don't want to. Come on, I have times when I don't want to. Ask Iris. She'll tell you. Then she'll tell you what she tells me. Get up or you're going to be grumpy today. You need to pray. <laughs> she'll push me out of bed sometimes. She knows when my prayer alarm goes off. You need to get up and you need to pray. You need to seek God. Prayer requires patience. We've got to just be patient. If God hasn't answered you yet, just be patient. Just be patient. Prayer requires persistence. Prayer requires performance. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter number 6 and verse number 18. This is what it says. It says, pray always. Hmm. Ouch. I, I, see, I'm not just telling you this as a pastor. I'm, I'm just reading you the word. <laughs> pray always. With all prayers and supplication in the Spirit. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Ooh. You know what that means? That means we all got to do it. Not just the pastor. Well, you hear a pin drop here. Not just the pastor. You, you got to get up. You know, you want to hit snooze. Snooze feels good. You, you got to get up. Well, I don't have time. We'll get up earlier. Go to bed earlier. <laughs> Ow. Go to bed earlier. Put that phone down. Turn that TV off. Go to bed a little bit earlier. I'm just speaking to myself. I'm not, I'm not talking to you guys. I'm just I'm speaking to myself. Put the phone down. Put the, turn the TV off. Go to bed earlier so you can get up earlier. <laughs> Hallelujah. You got to be persistent. The prayer might be in a delay, but if you're not persistent, it's going to stay in the delay. You want to move it from delay into action? Keep praying. Get up early. Hallelujah. You want me to go to point number three? Yeah. 
There's deliverance through prayer. When you pray, there's deliverance through prayer. Things happen through prayer. I prayed for a lady today. She needed prayer. She needed prayer. She was being pushed. And when she was being pushed, I'm telling you, I started praying, and guess what happened? Chains started falling off of her. Things begin to shift in the atmosphere. There's deliverance through prayer. When you pray, something happens. There's a deliverance that comes forth. There's something that happened to that. All she could do is cry on the other end of the line. The anointing of God came in and invaded her life. She didn't even live in this state, but she still felt God. <laughs> God moved on her heart. There's deliverance when you pray. It's not the chains that hold you prisoner. It's your mind that holds you prisoner. Deliverance through prayer. So if you get the right mindset and start praying, something can happen. Something can happen to your family, your family members, your spouse, whoever it might be, your parents. Deliverance can come, and it happens through prayer. The chains can come off the, all prisoners when you pray. Look at Paul and Silas. Something happened in that jailhouse when they started worshiping God and praying to God. Hallelujah. Things happen. The prison doors opened up. Revival was breaking out. In the midnight hour, revival was breaking out. There's deliverance through prayer. See, the battle is not yours, but it's God's. You may have to face the enemy, but God will fight for you. He's just waiting for you just to pray. Because there's deliverance in prayer. There's deliverance, there's deliverance for your family in prayer. The deliverance in prayer takes obedience in, in prayer. You have to obey God. Uh, something that I learned when I first became a Christian was this. I learned two things. Number one, pray. I mean, these are some mighty men of God that told me this. There's, there's like three or four uh, mentors of my life that told me this. They told me, you need to pray all the time. And then the second thing they told me is, you need to obey. You need to obey God. Whatever, whatever the Lord speaks to you, you need to obey. You need to hear His voice. You can do all the talking, but take some time and listen and start obeying God. I, I feel this is for somebody tonight. You need to hear this. You, you can spend your time reading prayers or saying prayers, but there's a time that you just need to spend before God where you just listen to Him. Because sometimes we talk too much. Let me rephrase it. Sometimes we whine too much. We do. We whine too much. I mean, we turn our prayers into a whine. I preached a message one time, would you like some cheese with your wine? <laughs> We whine too much as Christians. You know, we ask people to pray, but then it becomes a whine series. 
where we're just whining about everything. Well, God, you haven't done this yet. You haven't done that yet. You haven't done this or that. Or, but God's waiting for you just to pray and obey him. And how do we obey? By listening to him. When's the last time you heard God's voice? When's the last time the Lord spoke to you to do something and you did it? <laughs> Not just spoke to you to do it, but you did it. It blesses you when you do obey God. It blesses you. There's obedience. I, I want to give you three, three facts of uh, the, the fact of obedience, the faith of obedience, and there's the fruit of obedience. We have to be in obedience with the Lord. We need to obey God. The fact of the obedience, the, we have to have faith. We have to have faith in God that he's going to do it. How many just want God to do something radical in your life? Radical in your life. Then we just need to obey him. I've called you to pray. Now I'm calling you to obey. Ooh. Do I have to? Do I have to do that? That's so hard. That is so hard so many times. That, do I have to obey God? It might mean I have to give up money. It might mean I have to give up something. It might mean I have to buy somebody's lunch. We have to obey. We have to walk in obedience. We have to walk in obedience. There's because there's deliverance through prayer. There is deliverance through prayer. Number four. Number four. The delight, there's a delight from praying. There's a delight from praying. The Bible says, as you delight yourself in the Lord, He will give you the desires of your heart. We have to delight ourselves in prayer. God, today I get to pray. I have a couple alarms set. One of them is for my prayer, and the other one is for going to church and you know when you set your alarm on some phones you can put in what that's for and so this is what it says whenever I uh, get up for for church it says on my phone I get to go to church I get to go to church we need to delight ourselves in the Lord. We need to delight ourselves in our prayers, in our prayer time. God, I'm just going to delight myself in you today. I'm gonna, this is what I'm going to do today, God. I'm going to give you the reins. I'm going to let you take the reins today. I'm just going to ride it out. I'm going to pray, I'm going to obey, but I'm just going to let you take the reins. When's the last time you gave God the reins? Man, that's hard to do, isn't it? Because you're not in control. You're just a control freak. You just want to control everything. You want to dictate everything. But God says, just obey me. Just give him, let, let me have the reins. Let me take, take hold and, and, and just delight yourself in me. Instead of saying, Lord, why am I in this situation? Say, Lord, 
How can I bring you glory in this situation? How can I bring, how can I delight you, Lord? How can I bless you today, God? Uh, somebody today, you just need to bless the Lord. Before you cash in on your benefits, you just need to praise him for a moment. You just need to praise Him for a moment. You need to get your praise on and give Him praise for the moment that you're in right now. Because God's going to take you from the moment you're in right now into another element of His glory. He's going to show up and show off. He's just waiting for us to delight in Him in prayer so He can bless us. See, when we do these things, God will hear our cry. What are we praying for for this church? We're praying for a mighty revival to break out. We're praying that people will come. I, I'm telling you, I had some time in prayer this week. Yeah. My pookie allowed me to do something in this fast. It was amazing. Uh, you know, we got that, got a, had a camper given to us. Well, we have it all set up at an RV place. Got all the electric on it. And she said, this is what I want you to do. You need to just go to that camper on Monday night. And you need to pray. Now, I'm not boasting about what I'm doing. I'm just telling you, I got alone with God. And God began to speak to me some amazing things. I mean, he began. And she said, you just come home on Tuesday evening. I'll have you a meal ready. Boy, did she have me a meal ready. Ooh, my pookie can cook. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, 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 and I'm telling you, I, I got alone with God and God began to download wisdom and knowledge and understanding. And, and, and my, my, my prayer, it just became, I just, I just spent time praying in the Holy Ghost. You know, the Bible says pray in the Holy Ghost. So it'll build up your faith. And I, I you know, as I was praying, I was thanking God for the new building. And you know what I was doing? I was picturing myself preaching in the new building. I, 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 when I was picturing, I was doing good, too. <laughs> I was picturing myself. I was picturing your families coming in and worshiping the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I was picturing all of the things. I was picturing deliverancing, deliverances happening in the church. I was, I was picturing people being saved, delivered, and healed within the church. That's what the church is for. To see people come in. To give their heart to Jesus. Seeing them baptized in water. Seeing them baptized in the Holy Spirit. When you spend time with God, God will begin to speak to you and show you some mighty things in the Spirit. But He's just waiting for you just to take some time out and pray. Try it. Try it and watch what God will do. Watch what God will do. Watch the faithfulness of God. And then watch your faith arise. Watch your faith arise. Because when your prayers start getting answered. And you're standing there in amazement going. God how did you do this? How did this happen? How? All you'll be able to do is stand in awe. You're going to have a wow God experience.
when you pray. You will have a wow God experience when you pray. Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected by subscribing to our podcast and becoming a partner to our ministry. Go to BreakthroughEvangelism.com for our evangelism ministries and EpicenterChurchOK.com to connect with our church. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. We want you to be blessed.